You are listening to the Maximum Life Now podcast, only on MaximumLifeNow.com. show this is your host your man brian b rich richardson and you're tuned in to another wonderful episode of the maximum life now podcast as always you can check us out on soundcloud follow us we on stitcher come on follow us ultimately you know you got to check out the man's website it's www.maximumlifenow.com or to get straight to the podcast it's mlnpodcast.com and also, if you are a uh, i um, phone person, iTunes person, we're also on the iTunes platform. You can check us out there, and eventually, you'll be able to download the app, uh, the Maximum Life Now app. So be on the lookout for that. You want to make sure you're on the lookout for that. And if you hadn't got the book, get the book. Rest to success. To success, R E S T, the number two success, rest to success.com. Get the book. There is life changing principles in there that'll help you on your path of success, your journey of success, your journey to fulfill your purpose. And the reason why you're here on this planet, why are you here? You're not just here to take up oxygen, here to just take up space, here just to eat, sleep. Use the restroom, go to work, come back home and do it all over again. You're not just here for that. You're here for a greater purpose. So get the book to help you to discover why you are here. Huh? Listen, 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 listen. Um, I'm glad you tuned in today because today um, we're going to start a little mini series that will be from now until... Valentine's Day, which is really in a couple of weeks, but I wanted to begin to talk about not just romantic relationships, but relationships, but really this these next couple uh, podcast episodes are going to be about toxic relationships, but different aspects of how to overcome and how to avoid toxic relationships. Because we need to talk about this, people. We need to talk about it. There's some toxic people that might be in your life. And sometimes we just allow them just to remain there. And the question we got to ask ourselves is, why are we in these relationships? Why and how do we allow these people to get to the point where they're so um, infecting us because one of the things I define, if you listen to the second episode of the Maximum Life Now podcast, where I actually address uh, toxic relationships, but on more of a broader scale. But in these episodes, I'm going to get more into it, more specific into it. But one of the things that I I um, talked about um, was how toxic relationships are like a virus and a infects you all the way to the core 
that's the person you really are, the person that is really on the inside, not the one that, you know, you might put on the facade or you might put on something, you know, for around other people. But toxic relationships hit you where you really are. It gets you deep. So that's why you have to understand that you have to get beyond all this superficial stuff. And that's get really to the core, to the root, as I like to say sometimes. Let's get to the to the nitty gritty, the 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 innermost workings of how in the world did you allow? How in the world did I allow? this person or this relationship to get to the point where it's infecting me to this level? How do you avoid even getting involved in that type of relationship? And how does it come about? So today we're going to focus um, on the arena of the difference between convenience and commitment. Convenience and commitment. I like the first off saying, that we have a deficit, a problem, a lack of commitment in our society in general. Most people don't even know what commitment is. Most people think that a commitment is convenience. But commitment and convenience are two different things. Let me let me show you the difference. Convenience is when you do something because it's beneficial and it's easy for you to accomplish. In other words, all of everything is really revolved around you. I'm I'm doing this because it's easy for me, because it's it, it brings me some kind of benefit. It doesn't really cost me a lot. It's it's uh it's 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 what I was about to do anyway. You know, it was the direction I was going anyway. Like for example, if 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 I'm going to 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 work, and um, one of my coworkers asks me for a ride to work, convenience is when I ha- you know I'm picking up that person and it's along the route that I'm going to take anyway. So I'm doing it for you, um, probably for some kind of some kind of, uh, you know, unspoken of benefit later. Uh, but it really, you know, it really didn't take me out of my way at all. It's, it's more convenient. Um, that's, that's commitment. It's, it's, it, or, excuse me, it's convenience. It's, it doesn't really cost you nothing. You was going to do it anyway. You was going around that way anyway, and you was going to work anyway. So what, what does it really cost you? But commitment is different. Commitment is, that same coworker asks you for a ride, not just once, but multiple times, and it's out of the way. It's out of the way. It's not on the way to work. It's out of the way. You gotta go. You gotta go, ten, fifteen miles, out of the way to get them to pick them up to go to work. That's that's not convenience. That takes commitment. Look, I have to invest to do this. It's going to cost me something. It's going to cost me time. It's going to cost me gas money. It's going to cost me energy. It means I might have to wake up earlier to be able to pick this person up to get to work on time. And I might not even see no 
residual benefits from doing this. I'm doing this because it's just a commitment there. There's some kind of commitment. There's some, some kind of bond. There's some kind of relationship that's built. And see, the issue is that in today, because people don't have an understanding and because people don't value commitments, that most of the things that are done today are out of convenience. And they're in, in, in a convenient relationship. It's kind of ironic because in the convenient relationship, there really has there doesn't necessarily have to be a relationship for it to be convenient. There doesn't necessarily have to be a, a relationship. It's just a convenience. It's just something that, that hey, I, I'm going to do, and I don't really have to have an investment in this thing. I can just do it because it's just convenient to me. It's, 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 right, it's right there, like, like that convenience store. Why do you think it's called a convenience store? Because it's not, it's not hard to get to. It's right in the vicinity. Some convenience stores might be, like back in the day when I grew up in the D, we used to have uh, what we call corner stores. But, you know, I guess if you would take that outside the hood, it'd probably be more of a convenience store. But the corner store was at the corner. You didn't really have to go far. You, I mean, you, it was it was convenient. It was easy. It didn't take a lot of time, take a lot of energy. And basically, it catered toward that neighborhood, that block or whatever like that. So you just walk to the to the corner, get what you need. You know, we used to get the uh, back in the day, used to have a quarter bag of chips. I mean, in fact, quarter bag of chips. Wait a minute. Let me just pause for a second. Man, I went to a store and I seen this bag of chips. And I was looking like, wait a minute. This thing say 75 cent a dollar. This back in the day, this was the quarter bag of chips. This was a quarter. You understand what I'm saying? I'm like, this is a quarter. There ain't no dollar bag of chips. This is a quarter. And the bag looks smaller than the quarterback. And it had less chips in the quarterback. Man, I got kind of almost threw over the end cap. Like, wait a minute, this ain't no this ain't no dollar bag of chips. This is a quarterback of chips. But that's just me digressing for a moment. But anywho, but, but then we go and get quarterback of chips. We get the ice cream, the little pint of ice cream, whatever like that. Understand what I'm saying? You remember, remember the quarter juice? The quarter juice? I don't think they're quarter no more. The quarter juice ain't the quarter no more. I don't know what they are. I don't even know if they sell quarter anything no more. But the point is, everything was convenient. It was confused right there. Almost at the reach, so to speak, metaphorically speaking. It was in, 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 within arm's reach. But commitment is a totally different thing. Commitment involves, sometimes it involves sacrifice. In other words, there's something that you might want, but because of commitment, you sacrifice what you want for the sake of the relationship. So commitment involves sacrifice. Commitment involves not being selfish. But you, but you value the commitment over self. Why? Because in order to get to commitment, there had to be a relationship that was built. There had to be a relationship that was built. So on one hand, convenience, there doesn't necessarily have to be a relationship. But in order for there to be a commitment, there has to be a relationship you just don't fall into commitment. 
No, 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 no. Commitment is intentional. Commitment is built. Commitment is worked on. Commitment is 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 uh come is come to a point where two people come together and they have built something over time and then they make a commitment of that. They make a commitment. They 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 value the commitment over themselves. You know, some other words that you can probably use in place of uh, commitment is is covenant, um, is a pact, P-A-C-T, a pact, um, a, you can, you can say a contractual agreement, a, agreement, a mutual agreement, but more than just a mutual agreement, but a strong agreement that is made by the two parties that is not looked that, that is not looked upon to be broken. So commitment is saying that I'm going to stick this thing out no matter what. And see, one of the things that you have to understand in, in the arena of what we're talking about with toxic relationships, one of the things that you have to understand is, is that it's all about the process. That's kind of sound like E.T. now, Eric Thomas, the process. It's all about the process. Wait a minute. What is the process of convenience and what is the process of commitment? In the process is where you discover whether the relationship will be toxic or not. Or the potential of the relationship to become toxic. Because in the process, you discover motive. Oh, motive, motive, motive. Man, matter of fact, motive is one of the key things that that distinguishes the difference between convenience and commitment. Motive. Why? Why are you doing this? Why are you in this relationship? Huh? Why you wonder what that way? Why are you trying to holler at me? I was talking to a friend the other day and he was talking to my house. This this uh, young lady who was trying to, you know trying to talk to him but he didn't quite know what the what the approach was was she trying to get to know him um for an eventual romantic relationship or was it a business thing so you know we kind of joke just like you travel you know how sometimes you go to other countries they say you know they look at your passport are you here for business or for pleasure so in other words they want to know your motive for being in this country what you hear Huh? Are you here to make our economy better or are you have ulterior motives? Huh? You know, sometimes, listen, why don't we do that with people? Why don't we just let people in our lives? And that's, you know, I listen, I always say this, but I'm going to say it again. I have nothing against social media, but why do we allow the framework of social media to dictate how we're supposed to live our lives? See, the premise of social media is I can I can find you and click and instantly become your 
quote unquote friend. But when we psychologically think about that, we really diminish the concept of what a friend is because friendship really is about commitment. But Facebook friend is about convenience. It's convenient for me just to click and say, hey, I like your page or I send you a friend request. You accept my friend request and we're friends. So there's the appearance of commitment friend. But really, it's convenient. And guess what? If I don't want you to be my friend no more, I can conveniently block you. Or delete you. I don't know how they do it. I never really did it, though, but. I don't know if they delete you or delete their page and get a new page. I don't know how people do. Some people got multiple pages. I still don't know how you do it. Um, but anywho, but I understand when I accept your friend request, that don't mean we friends. That means I'm just letting you into whatever I post on Facebook. And trust me, I control what I post on Facebook. Look, I don't just, I'm not the type of person, and I ain't saying anything is wrong with this, but I'm not the type of person that, you know, I go to the bathroom, I, 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 you know, I Facebook it, hey, I'm about to go to the bathroom. You know, some people do that, and, you know, I'm about to cook. Ah, okay, yeah, I'm about to go to bed, okay, uh, I'm about to wake up, okay, uh, I'm about to think, huh, I'm about to, I'm about to speak. I'm, why we got to know everything you about to do? Well, I want to know everything you about to do. At least I don't want to know. I don't care what you about to do. But see, some people want, they're, they're trying to create the real. And I say commitment is the real. Through means of the false convenience. I don't care how much you want people to like you. I don't care how much you try to put things out there. And if you do it through means of convenience, you'll never get commitment. That's why one that's what that's one of the reasons why I keep saying on this podcast and I holler it. Stop sleeping around. Why? Because if you sleep around with no commitment, and in my eyes, a real commitment for sleeping or having uh Sex with somebody, or 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 how not how you used to describe it, making love, whatever you want to say. To me, the real commitment for that is marriage. Why? Because one of the most precious things that you can give somebody is yourself, and one of the one of the highest ways that you do that is through sex, because after you've given a person's sex, what else is there to give? There's all of you. You know, there's a song, I think it's by, uh, I think it's by John Legend, All of Me. Wants all of you. You know, how, well, it, people, see, people give all of them through convenience and not even commitment. So once you've given all of you through convenience, why give you commitment? Huh? Why? Huh? I done went to the to the corner store and got what I needed. And I'm done with you. I don't need to go back to the corner store. There's the other corner stores I can go to. 
And that's how some people think. Why, why give you commitment when you've already given me all of you? Huh? There's nothing. You, you basically cheapened yourself. You've called yourself cheap. It don't cost you nothing to sleep with me. It don't cost you nothing. Huh? All you got to do is, is, is open your legs. So all you got to do is pull out your thing and, and that's it. That's it. Huh? What is up with that? That's convenient. Huh? There's no commitment. There's no relationship. There's nothing built. And we wonder why relationships become toxic. We wonder why people hurt us to our core. Because we've given them we've given them precious things for cheap. And then we hurt when they throw it to the curb. Because it wasn't worth nothing to them to begin with. That's why I say this. And this is a help help out a lot of people. A lot of people. It help them out. Telling you, remember, I want to help you. That's why I'm here to help you. Look, 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 look at this. If a person doesn't respect you and not willing to sacrifice even their own physical desires, their impulses, their urges, if they're not willing to to discipline themselves and sacrifice that on the behalf of valuing you, then they're not worth you from the beginning. Remember, this is, I think I said this last week, one of my mentors says this. See, things don't go wrong, they start wrong. See, your mindset going into this thing might have been wrong in the first place. And that's how the relationship ended up toxic because your mind going into it, your motive going into it was wrong. Huh? If you were the person and their motive for being with you in a romantic sense, is just to sleep with you. Their motive from the beginning is wrong. How can the relationship become better? Because, because that's the reason why they're there. So that's why I say you need to test them. You need to test them. Huh? See what they say. If you're a woman, you know what I'm saying? Look, look, the guy, the guy been with you, he's been. He been faithful to you. He been saying this and different things. The question is, if you offered him some, what would he say? Huh? How would if you offered him some? I'm not saying give him some. I say offer them some. They, they, you know, I'm saying you. We've been together for a while. You know what? What? What about we? You know. We, we came together, you know what I'm saying? See what he said. Look, if he drop his pants real quick, wait a minute, wait a minute. He ain't think twice about it. What about respecting me? Does the man say, you know what? I respect you too much to sleep with you before time. Uh, if, oh, I'm telling you. If you got a man that's going to respect you, respect your body, respect who you are, respect you, that is an indicator that he desires commitment, that he desires a real relationship and not just the benefits, quote unquote, of the relationship. See, I like something. Remember I told you, I told you 
that the Bible has game in it. It has wisdom in it. I told you that. And one of the things that I love, I love to see things there that probably don't appear to be on the surface. Because, you know, a lot of people here, and when I say here, some people that listen to the podcast and some people that I just hear, H-E-A-R, some people that I hear reference the Bible and they talk about the Bible and they talk about God and different things, but it's all surface. You know, they, they, they quote the Bible, but they misquote the Bible. Why? Because they don't even look beyond the surface. They don't read, you know, they don't study, they don't do none of these things, but then they know the Bible. I'm just, I'm not saying that I know the Bible, but I see some things. And one of the things that I saw is God desires relationship. God desires commitment and God will even test the commitment. We even say that we have with him. What? Now now just, just listen, just listen for that. Look at, listen, listen, listen. If you know anything about God, you should know that God wants relationship more than you want relationship. Just think of, a, of any relationship or anything that you want so badly. Now multiply that and magnify that. And that's how much God wants a relationship with you. But see, God takes it slow. I'll give you an example. Look at when you go next time you read your Bible, go ahead, dust it off. Blow, go ahead, blow the dust off. Go to Genesis. Chapter 12, start at chapter 12 and go on through and look at the relationship between God and Abraham. God and Abraham. Now, it it started off just by God speaking to Abraham. But as time progresses, you have to notice that there are seems to become a deeper commitment and relationship to one another, really. And along the way, God tests Abraham, even though God wants this relationship with Abraham so bad. But he tests Abraham's faithfulness and commitment to him. And as Abraham's faithfulness and commitment to God grows. God's faithfulness and commitment to Abraham grows. Yeah, I'm going to let that breathe. Because we we see, we, we don't look, a lot of times we don't look at God like that. We think God just, you know, God understands, you know. This is, I hear this a lot of times. And I might be getting into the to uh, Christian thinking now, but I hear this a lot with people. You know, God understands that, you know, with my struggles and God understands that, you know, I mess up a little bit. And every once in a while, God understands, but God loves me. We tight. We cool. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pump, pump the brakes. Pause. Pump the brakes. Yes, I understand that 
that there's the grace of God. I understand that there's the forgiveness of God. I understand that God loves you. I understand all that. But don't think just by any minute, if you read the Bible and you see what God is saying and you hear what God is saying, that you can do whatever you want to and it doesn't affect your relationship with him. Just pause that. Just go ahead. Write that down on a piece of paper, what you believe in that. Just ball it up and throw in the trash because that is not God. God values commitment and relationship. Why do you think that the Bible calls Abraham faithful? Why? Because he was faithful to God. He was committed to God. God told him to do things that were not convenient, but he did it because why? His, com his, his commitment to God. And one of the things that is said about the man, now there was somebody who came to him who offered him something that seemed good. That seemed like it was that like it was it was going to work for him, that like it was going to get him to what he wanted, what he needed. And Abraham looked at him in the face and told him, no, I ain't going to take that from you because I'm committed to God. And God saw that. And in the next verse, the Bible says that God appeared to Abraham and said, I am your reward. Huh? In other words, God identified that Abraham was committed to him and that he was Abraham's reward. Not some other thing. And see, in our relationship, what did I have to do with you? Yeah, that had to do with you and all your relationships. Particularly when you're looking for a significant other, particularly with the person you might be going on a date with during Valentine's Day. How winners are they there and are you the reward of the relationship? Or is what is between your legs the reward? Or is what is in your pockets the reward? Or is what can you do for them be your reward or uh, their reward? Or what, what, what is the reward of this? What is the outcome? What are you looking to get? Do you want all of me and be committed to all of me? Or do you want that which is just convenient? And see, that's a part of what makes relationships toxic. People don't have the right motives in being in a relationship. And I'm not saying that everybody should have the same level of commitment and faithfulness because in this lifetime, and I talk to, to older people, the wise older people, because there's some older people that I talk to that are not wise at all. And I identify it off the bat. But the wise people that I talk to tell me that in their lifetime, they can name on their hand the number of friends that they truly have had. Over a lifetime. So what I'm saying is, is that in your life. You're going to find very few. True. Relationships. Very few. So. If that's the case. Then that means. That you need to choose. Wisely. Don't just don't just allow people in your life and build relationships with them simply because it's convenient. 
that they're there and everything like that. No, you need to choose wisely. Sometimes we let people into places in our lives that they didn't pay the price to get there. It was convenient and it was cheap and it wasn't worth it to them, but we gave them that. And we wonder why we so hurt. And then sometimes we allow people to speak into our lives, speak into our lives. And their voice be more dominant than the people who made the commitment in our lives. And I said this before, your husband and your wife should have, should have a more dominant voice in your life than these other people. Than these other people. You should value them above other people. Because like I said, the only person I committed my life to, well, let me say, the only people I committed to my life to, I committed my life to God through Jesus. And I committed my life to my, my life to my wife. Everybody else. I'm not saying that you're not, you're not important. But you're not as important as my wife. And you're not as important as God. But when you get your priorities in order and straight, then you can be able to weed out people who shouldn't affect you like that. They shouldn't affect you, but you've let them in too deep and you wonder why the infection is so deep. You got involved in that relationship and you wasn't ready. You got involved in a relationship and they wasn't ready. You got involved in something that you couldn't commit to. You got involved in something that they couldn't commit to. So why would you go even further with it? That's why I say if the writing's on the wall and you see that this, this relationship ain't going nowhere, why waste time? Cut it off before it gets even deeper and it's going to be toxic and it's going to hurt and it's going to cause you to miss opportunities. It's going to cause you to get thrown out of your square. And for some of you on this podcast, it's going to lead you off the path of maximum life. You're going to wake up one day and wonder, how did I get there? How did I get here? But it's because of that toxic relationship. It's because you chose a convenient relationship over a committed relationship. Huh? All I'm saying is, choose wisely, my friends. Choose wisely, my friends. It's all right. If you're already in a toxic relationship, go ahead. Just call them up right now and say, you know what? First, start off and say, you know what? I apologize. For some time, I've realized that this relationship really is not going where it should go. And it's evident to me and it's probably evident to you, but for the sake of saving both of us the hurt and the heartache, let's just mutually agree that we're just not going to go any further in this. And don't wait until after Valentine's Day. Do it as soon as you hear this podcast. Because some people know the relationship ain't going nowhere. And they will leave somebody along the way so they can have them through Valentine's Day and then after Valentine's Day. After their, you know, their superficial needs have been satisfied. 
Then they, they dump them off to the curb. Don't even do that. That's selfish. That's selfish. Stop doing that. Stop calling up people. Oh, stop calling up people just to take you out on Valentine's Day, leading them along like you really want something to do with them, but you don't. You just want some 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 dinner, some 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 flowers, some candy, and some booty. Stop it! Stop being selfish. Quit it. Don't do this this Valentine's Day. I want to see it. Don't even po- don't post it on Facebook. Stop it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't post any convenient relationships on Facebook no more. Just post commitments. Commitment. Commitment. If the person, if the person uh, you committed, that's why I say test them. How are they going to be committed to you? And they're not committed to their obligations. They're not committed to themselves. They're not committed to God. They're not committed to a church. They're not committed to a, a, a man or a woman of God. They're not committed uh, to their to their family, their job, their responsibility. They're not committed to what they say. How are they going to be committed to you? Huh? In some fantasy world that you have, they are just picture of commitment. But in reality, they're the picture of convenience. And you need to go ahead and, and let the reality set in. I hope in this podcast, reality begins to set in, settle down, reality, settle down on the people. Open their eyes to see who's committed and who's convenient. And choose wisely, my friends. Choose wisely, my friends. That's all I have for today. This is your host, your man's Brian B. Rich Richardson. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to get you delivered from toxic relationships. I'm trying to get all the toxicity out of your life. And this is just the first of a few episodes dealing with toxic relationships. Please choose wisely, my friends. Toxic relationships. Is it either convenient or is it commitment? Convenient or commitment? Choose wisely, my friends. And once again, check out the man's website, MaximumLifeNow.com. Or to get straight to the podcast, MLMPodcast.com. I want to help you. I'm with you. I'm in your corner. I'm not trying to beat you. I'm like the man in the corner rooting you on. To choose wisely, my friends. Choose wisely, my friends. Let that ring in your ear. When you're talking to that person on the phone, I hope my voice rings in your ear saying, choose wisely, my friends. And until then, see you next week.